when when Terrence Stamp is taking over the White House and he picks up one of the guns and he just starts shooting it, is playing this used car salesman like yeah, no offense. um like Lex Luthor like I still don't buy him as somebody who would go toe to toe with this this level of of alien power. Then it says you're going to go to the Phantom Zone where only the blast, a nuclear blast can open it up. Does the whole movie and, you know, the three of them and defeats them. And then he rewinds uh-huh. time so that the Earth and everybody forgets, right? <laughs> then you're going, somebody, or, or unknowingly, somebody gave me the wrong information. So I'm sitting here going, He left there. him inside the Fortress of Solitude, flew 10 feet away, and then blew it up. <laughs> and, like, yeah, he, well, where was Lex? How did the snake bite her hello all of you wonderful people out there in podcast land welcome to another episode of black and white reviews my name is will my name is lee and my name is jack and this week we are going to be discussing superman 2 superman 2 written by mario puzo directed by richard lester directed Uh by richard donner A, a, a two for one episode because we're going to talk about some of the differences between both. I think all three of us have watched both, right? Well, let me let me <laughs> here we let go. Me we have now. Let me yeah. share my story. So, okay, Chuck. I'm like, so <laughs> so, so ch- let's start off with Chuck has a Superman tattoo. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, Chuck she was, is you a are the huge. Superman guy. So yeah. I'm like, oh, HBO Max has the theatrical version. Will you had up on our on the thing for um the the, the Donner cut and I'm like mm-hmm. so I'm just I'm just gonna go on Plex I'll watch it and it says Superman two so I click on it and it's Batman Returns and I'm like <laughs> there's, a there's a minute a, and twenty seconds of Batman Returns just of, like ah I picked a cute one like that that's literally the only thing it's a minute and a half of just the end of Batman Returns. oh <laughs> and both of us stumbled upon that <laughs> that's I'm like, in there. Yeah, <laughs> that must have been when I okay. That, so I'm I must have. Going, so I watched it. I I clicked play on it like three times. I'm like, <laughs> so did I? Is wow. it just not working? Like, what is going on? So I continue to look, and then I found the Donner cut, and I started watching it. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What's going on here? And I remember I thought back. I'm like, a good fifty must have been. 12 to 15 years ago. I don't remember who it was, but someone was like, let's watch the Donner cut. They didn't, they never showed me the Donner cut. They lied to me. Okay. So <laughs> this week was my very first time watching the Donner cut. <laughs> and I'm glad I actually watched the Donner cut because you've been so confused sitting here. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what <are> you, <laughs> like I've that heard people happen? in the past be like, yeah, in Superman 2, when he flies around the world, I'm like, no, 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 that's Superman 1. Oh, no, I know. No, no, no. We've had this argument. Is, I know. We've had this argument they before. They did it twice. Like, <laughs> they did it twice. <laughs> then you're going, somebody, or, or unknowingly, somebody gave me the wrong information. So I'm sitting here going, I'm thinking like the Donner cut was like, you know how they, like, some movies will have like extended scenes? Oh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 not it. This is totally different. This is a completely are, different movie. Yes. And I like it so much better. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about. Before today. we before we get into it, I will say that the movie is starring Christopher Reeves, Marco Cato, Gene Hackman, and Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp being oh, the geez. big difference in 
presentation, I want to say. Like, mm. Richard Lester made him a goof. Oh, absolutely. Donner, Donner <laughs> made him so much more serious in this movie. Oh, I know. That's yeah. like the and, biggest and change. Too. Yeah. And 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 non. And non. Like, yeah. like the sound effects for non in, in less in the theatrical non. version are way over the top ridiculous. And again, Richard Donner made it a lot more serious. So mm-hmm. yes, that Chuck, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think the Donner cut is so much better than the theatrical version of this film. I just, and I don't think go back to that version, to be honest with you. Especially yeah. when you like when you watch the first movie. And the way that it's presented, it's not the comedic thing that the theatrical version of Superman 2, or even 3, or the ridiculousness of 4. And then I just... The and ridiculousness the whole re- of 4. <laughs> it, it, go ahead. Say, yeah. say that no, it's not, because it is. But anyways, no, so, it is. <clears throat> that's, that's, that's my opening spiel, is the biggest difference, aside from Marlon Brando, is... Terrence Stamp actually was a formidable villain in Donner's version of this movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't put him up there with like Michael Shannon. I thought, I think Michael Shannon was a much better Zod, but Terrence Stamp for what he did was fantastic. That's yeah. You know what's funny is Terrence Stamp. I, 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 I saw that and I was like, really? Because. He was in Superman 2, and I didn't see him later on until he was older. Yeah, we, we know him more for, for older. Yeah, right. And I look at him like, that's oh, not... It we know is. him more for yeah. older? He was old when you know him. <laughs> no, I mean, he's... He's no. white-haired in a, a Everything of... else we've ever seen him in, he's an old white-haired dude. Shaved, white... He's got shaved face and white hair. Right. And I'm like, that looks nothing. But when you look closer, it's like, it is. It's clearly him. It's yeah. clearly yes. him. But I was like... When I originally watched it, I was I never put two and two together. I watched it this, and I was like, that obviously. Yeah, yeah. Marlon Brando had a much bigger role in this film. Marlon Brando was not in the theatrical version of the film. Well, that's he's you're saying in the Donner cut. Yeah. Well, when I say that is in the like he's in actually the, in, in the, it. <laughs> what I'm saying is he was in it as the face in some of the stuff for the hologram. Yeah, but that was it. In, super, in the theatrical version, and this one, like he's in it. In it, he's not in it at all. He's in, not in the in, theatrical version the at all. Cut. No, he's not. They took him out. That was like the big point of contention during the second right. movie. No, you're right. Yeah, he's right. not in it at all. Not a single bit of it is him. He asked for over 11% of gross for yeah. Superman 2, which was written in 1982. For His career's over at that point. Like He, was a, he, was, he wasn't a joke. But it was kind of like known throughout, you know, the acting world that he was incredibly difficult to deal well, with. So they was, were like, he gotta, he, he gotta go. He's asking for way too much money. He's not worth all this. Like, he and especially were the name drops to make the movie to make Superman one the big movie. But they, that was the first one. That was right. the first the one. At, at this point, they could have just like given him less of a they, part. They, 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 they exactly, they especially, and they were filming both of these movies at the same time. And I don't think he demanded more money until after the release of the first movie. And then it was mm-hmm. like this massive box office success. And then he came back. Oh, oh I want 11% of gross for this movie. And they were like, no, no, no. We're doing none of that. And they, gave, they showed him the door. <laughs> and then they showed Donner the door. And then they brought in Lester to finish the movie, which is wild. Yeah. So it's, right. it's, a, it's a massive point of controversy. In... Now, Will, can, can you remind us why they showed Donner the door? I forgot. It was just... I, it was a combination of money and creative differences. 
he was taking a long time to film and wrap up filming for the second movie so much uh-huh. so that they were like listen we have to get this out where we're 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 pushing the limit here we need yeah. something by this date and he was just unable to get it done some of that had to do yeah. with creative differences some of that had to do with the soul kinds wanting there to be like a certain tone with the movie a lot of it had to do with brando and the money that it was asking for and things getting wrapped up with that like it was it was it was crazy so finally it was just like you know what we're going in a different direction goodbye so they basically reshot an entire movie. Yeah, for well, the no, most, in the yeah. Beginning, in the beginning of the film, it shows that they used different clips from, um, what do they call it? It wasn't actually filming. They were just practicing. Like when, like when they're in footage. Niagara Falls. Yes, when they're yeah. in Niagara Falls and he's having the conversation and Clark is wearing completely different glasses. Yeah. Yeah. With very Back much longer hair <laughs> yeah. than any yeah. time else his in the movie. So his hair is yeah. wild. It's crazy. The differences, the yeah. differences are crazy. And that's like the, the, the big glaring one, which is like this is clearly Christopher Reeves with longer hair. So I don't know if it right. was you it, it must have been during when they were filming Superman one because he had that kind of hair then. Right. And then they and just reshot it. took out like him falling in. So the, I like the gunshot better than falling oh, yeah. fire. Yes. the fire. The fire is so dumb. It's so stupid. Um, it's so stupid. The because it was in the theatrical cut, she's like, she's not suspecting it as long. But in the Donner cut, she suspects it for a long time and really keeps pushing and pushing. The entire the opening other of the one, movie. It's like, it's like the... two seconds. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the whole beginning, the whole first 20 minutes. She's just like, no, it's got to be you. It's got to be you. She does the whole thing where she draws it. Draws it was the fantastic. Paper. Yeah. It was really well done. Yeah. They completely just wrote that all out. I do like that instead of doing the kiss, the kiss of forgetting yeah. that he does the. I think they're. Both I don't stupid. think that. I, I don't think that was the original <laughs> ending. That was just we just have to reuse the yeah. shot to make some sense of the Donner cut. I can't. The, the ending wasn't shot. The ending was not done. They didn't know. They didn't know where well, he was going with. I enjoyed the ending. The ending even, was just copy and paste of one, like of one shot well, for exactly. shot. Just, yeah. Well, just him around the world. Well, no, yeah. because the, everything that was happening though, like when Perry White was brushing his teeth and the toothpaste slows down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. All that stuff happens. That was really i thought they did it was a, cool it was really cool it was, yeah it was it was um, it was really cool yeah i love that they took out the the big plastic s that engulfs him i love that they took out that whole fight scene at the fortress of solitude i i hate that in the original that whole fight that. that whole fight scene in that movie is so stupid how they're like yeah with the, it's just with the the mirror <laughs> the not not just the mirror but like the mirror and how like they're duplicating themselves but they're not real like this is a power yeah. that superman never had before never had afterwards and now all of a sudden they can just do it and it, yeah, and it didn't never make done s- that before in a never superman movie. never did that before and the thing about it is it didn't make sense how about telekinesis how about that telekinesis never done that before yeah yeah lifting people up with their fingers oh yes yes the Which reason do, why like, the, <laughs> the reason why it didn't make sense in the in the theatrical version is because it's actually a line where he says, "I used to play this as a kid," where he's doing the whole disappearing act thing, and it's like, yeah. "I thought you didn't have powers because of like the red sun, yeah. but now you're like here, and it's like the yellow sun gives you powers." So, how are you playing this as a kid if you were just like a regular dude on Krypton? Does There's that no make idea. sense? Yeah. Exactly. When, it doesn't when, make any sense. When, right when Zod comes down, he lands in the water. He's like the walking on water. Yeah, yeah. you could see the 
the board that you the, <laughs> yeah the platform that you're it, it on. looked cool though i mean for yeah. the time i yeah. mean think about the the quality of film back then that must have looked amazing yeah right. i mean for nowadays we're watching it all in hd so we're seeing all the flaws i right? will but at the same time so it would it would have been like 83 when that ridiculous supergirl movie came out oh uh, yeah they it was 84 they uh, yeah. they it was just when she lands in the water and she comes out like she flies out in full costume it's just yeah. a piece of cardboard it's just a piece of yeah. it's a cardboard cutout of her that they just do in reverse so it comes out dry that's the only yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous that's funny i will say nod like non non nod, non like when he comes down the, in the in the in the original version where he's trying to use his laser vision oh, and he God. can't. He's an idiot. Yeah, that's in the theatrical. Yeah, they yes. took that yeah. out, in this, which I appreciate. Well, don't say they took it out. It was not originally in it, is what you mean to say. They the Donner this. Cut is, is the original yeah. movie. All the stuff that you're saying took out or whatever, like that's added in to oh. make it more goofy. When I say take out, the theatrical version came out first. Donner Cut came. I out. know, I know, but we have to we have to think about later. it for the reality of it. The Donner Cut that. was actually first, and then theatrical was like the right. the fluffy, you know, feathered one. But that's it's you have to look at it and be like, oh wow, like it had a lot more of a serious tone. Yes, but then you get this goofiness afterwards, and you're like, okay, I mean, I guess it kind of falls under, you know, all of the Superman movies. I mean, geez, you're well fed behinds, right? All government plastic yeah but that's right. what i was that's what i meant like the first one wasn't goofy yeah. i I'll, I'll say Superman this one i'll not say this goofy not, at all the fact the all. fact that gene hackman okay is playing this used car salesman like yeah no offense, um like lex luthor like i still don't buy him as somebody who would go toe-to-toe with this this level of of alien power like in the way that he does, no. it, it, like he's, he's, I, I cannot buy him as Lex Luthor. I, I just, I, I never could. And it's really goofy to me. Like his character that he played in something like the French connection. I can buy okay. as a Lex yeah. Luthor a lot more than what he was doing here. Yeah. And it's, it's super goofy. It's just like Australia, you yeah. know, like. And then, just, want to keep, and then and then in this in, in the Donner cut in the Donner cut he doesn't just want Australia he wants Cuba too so it's like yes. what, what yes. is happening here it is I think so the funniest weird part, the funniest part for me was in, in the theatrical version when they're you never realize that the jet ski or the ski do the snowmobile turns into a jet ski um with, no like it's, it's it has like the what are they called. Wow, like the sides blow up on the on the on the snowmobile for him to actually go into the water and on the, in the North Pole. Oh, shitty, shitty, bang, bang. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was basically well floaties. When he gets in the theatrical version, when he gets into this into the Portraits of Solitude, Miss um, Tessmacher is like, "I have to go to the bathroom." And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." And she's like, "Well, two Found days it. ago." And then in the, in the Donner cut, all of a sudden you hear the toilet. Found it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That was perfect. That was good. I was like, that was fan. It was it was the right amount of humor that just it was fantastic. <laughs> there was it actually was awesome. there was actually something at the beginning of this movie that bothered me, and I like I couldn't mm -hmm. move on from it for a couple of days. So the movie opens up, and Lois is immediately asking, "Hey, you're Superman. I know you're Superman," and she's immediately like suspicious. So oh, she yeah. she dives out of a window, 
and Clark <laughs> Superman flies down, well, runs really fast downstairs, and the effect that they use is clearly like modern. It, it, this was not done back yeah. in the eighties. I have no idea what their plan was back then. But he like yeah. gets down on the street and he like blows a canopy open, and she lands safely in some fruit. Blows her down, yeah. And then he races back upstairs. Uh-huh. And there's a guy in the window who's supposed to be Clark. I have no it's idea. I have no idea who this guy is. It it bothered me so much. I'm like, is this is a body double. Is this is a stunt double. Who is this guy? And I started looking around. I couldn't find anything about him. Like I could not <laughs> find anybody even talking about the fact that there's just this random dude. And it it bothered me so much. I'm looking and I'm searching and I'm scouring for answers, and I really couldn't find anything. So I asked ChatGPT. Who this is, is this guy yeah. in this scene? Who is this guy in this scene in Superman? And ChatGPT tried to tell me that it was an actor by the name of Tom Taylor. So I go to Tom Taylor's Wikipedia page and I find out that Tom Taylor died in 1954. So I went back. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back. I went back and I asked GPT again, how can it be Tom Taylor if he was dead in 54? And of course, ChatGPT. Oh, I apologize for the mistake. You're absolutely right. You're 100% correct. But it still didn't answer my question. It didn't know. And I was still bothered. I still have no idea who this guy is. I just, Somebody's I just gotta know. I just wanted to know who is this dude just in the window who That's looks Richard nothing Potter. like, who looks <laughs> nothing, nothing like Christopher Reeve at all. I'm just like, there's this a is... scene, there's a few scenes where um, Margot Kidder does. When Lois Lane does not look like Margot Kidder. I'm convinced it's not her. Like when she's knocking on the window and she's asking Jimmy for or someone else for coffee. Yeah. I'm like, that can't be her. At the end, when they're leaving the Fortress of Solitude and it's just like her in profile, and I'm like, that's that's not Margot like, Kidder. Can't be at her. At all. It can't be her. It looks nothing like her at all. There's Back couple... when I was a kid. Back when I was a kid and they would go through like the, the opening credits and it would say Jackie Cooper and stuff like that. I was like, that's Lois Lane thinking that Jackie Cooper was, you know, I was a kid. Yeah. You know, like Jackie was a girl, you know, at the time. Um, I, and and Margot Kidder was so far down on the credits list. She wasn't the top, like you would right. think Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, Margot Kidder. Right. Right. But she's like, Jackie Cooper, but Jackie Cooper, <laughs> Jackie I'm like, Cooper. <laughs> Even Terrence Stamp is way down. The, I'm like, really? Right. Like, I, I, I was like, I, I guess you can't judge a person by their name. Nope. 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 Um, I, this yeah. movie, though, I, I'm so I'm glad I went and actually watched the Donner cut and not the theatric because I would have missed out on I would have been totally confused. And I, I, I was sitting there like half mad. Somebody. <laughs> Somebody gave me wrong information. I get it. It certainly sounds oh. like it. It certainly sounds I, like it, because the the. I mean, I want to get talked I, all these years as if I've seen the movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Go so, ahead. What, you were saying, Will, you were saying something. No, I'm. I'm I was trying to get one of you to say me oh, to say more. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so I. I so I've been saying this forever, and I think I've really cut it down to it's it's a lot simpler than I I thought. Watching these two movies so close together, um, I took some notes just so I can kind of compare the two. I haven't actually sat down and read the notes at the same time, but I, I do have them in front of me now, and they're literally side by side just so I can get an idea of the 
the storyline, how it went. And there really is a ton of differences. Now, I remember years ago, I looked into something way before Anchorman 2 came out. Don't judge the movie. It's it's more about the point of it. Um, before Anchorman 2 came out, somebody was like, oh, check this out. And on YouTube, somebody found all the deleted scenes of, of Anchorman and made like an entire different movie. So they used all these like B plots that were happening in like Anchorman one and made in a whole other movie. But I'm like, you could legitimately believe this was a sequel because of how many things just made a whole other movie. Mm. And that's what this seems like here. It's like, it, it seemed like they took so many things and just made two totally different movies. But with like some, some things kind of keeping the two together, like only thing that's really the same here is, is the fact that Zod came down with his, with his, you know, crew mm and wanted to go after Kal-El. That's, that's the only thing that's consistent here. Right. Um, everything else that's happening, all the other relationship, relational stuff, it's all different. Well, in the theatrical version, you, when they go to the White House, the president is like, they've been here for three seconds, and, the, and you don't know what they destroyed, but in the right. Donner Cut, they're taking down the Washington Monument. Yeah. Right. And the way that it falls was just... So oh, it's wicked done. corny. Mm. It's so wicked bad. corny. Yeah. The funny thing is, I, I remember when, when I first when I first saw the movie too. I'm just like the guy who plays the president. He was um, Clark's father-in-law in Christmas Vacation. That's what I remember him from. He's like, they worked really hard, Grandpa. Yeah, sort of washing machines. Like that was basically him. Just this grumpy old dude. So seeing him here was funny. But the reality is this, and I and I've said this since I've watched the movies. So Will. Will is the reason I watch these movies at all. Will, Will, <coughs> forgive me. My whole family's sick. I'm holding on pretty well. So actually... Will's the one. Will's the one who got me into Superman movies. I didn't really want to watch them because to me, Superman is just too easy. He's got everything. And if you watch any of these old movies, the powers just keep on coming. <laughs> so yeah, it just. Further proves my point. Like, yeah. there's no stopping what Superman or Superman-like characters can do because they just keep on making stuff up. Uh, them moving people around with their fingers, like it's, you know, a uh, phenomenon. <laughs> like, whatever, fine. Like, <laughs> good. It's like Matilda's running around with superpowers. In, in addition, she's super strong now, too. But the reality is, these two movies, I don't like either of them better than the other because I really feel like if they just took certain parts of the theatrical and put it into the Donner cut, it would have made one amazing movie. Like what? One what real big deal. And it, it's, it's the simplest thing, but it makes so much more sense for the whole concept of it. I mean, we've talked about this before where the, the superhero wants to hang up their Cape because they want to finally just live their life. We've talked about this with Spider-Man too. Yep. Technically this was the original idea for the Schumacher cut of Batman forever. Um, like all these, all the, one, some of the greatest stories when the superhero or the hero in general says, you know what? I just want to give this up. But they, they, by the end realize I have to do what I have to do. I have to give up my own selfish desires for the greater good. Now, in this movie, in the Donner cut, we'll say, uh, he and Lois, uh, know each other in the biblical sense and then he goes to his dad and says hey i want to be with her okay and the theatrical cut he goes to his mom and says hey i want to be with her and then they know each other in the biblical sense that makes so much more sense and should have been the way it happened it's just a, it's just a simple order change right just a simple change in order to make the donner cut make more sense yeah he was he was human 
when he in the theatrical version when him and Lois came together. Yes, and that he makes was still Superman. Yeah. So this, this was a discussion we had. Were you there for this discussion? You and I had the conversation. Okay. So, but here's my concern. That would never happen. I, I'm it's saying not gonna destroy her. Listen, yes, it would destroy her. I know exactly where this conversation is going. Listen, because <laughs> when, we, when we talked about Superman 4, I said there's no way she would be able to survive flying around the planet as fast uh -huh, as they were. Uh -huh. Same concept here. There's no way the Lois would be able to survive in bed with Superman. No, the Zero. concept Zero would be... Zero percent chance. No, the concept would be this. If they were going that fast, you're right, but Superman can control it and no, slow. You're on mute. It's not about his speed, okay? It's about... There's certain things that you can't control. Listen, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and guess that the Boy Scout Superman here has been waiting for a while for this. Yes, and yes. there's a lot of pent up frustration <laughs> that he may not be able to control that would just happen. And next thing you know, that's the end of Lois Lane, and there's, then he'd be regretting. There's, there's, <laughs> I can just picture it. You, I can just like imagine just laying there in like the top half, just like explodes <laughs> she would explode no pun intended um no pun she would intended. explode i will say this she would explode scary movie no yes 100 percent. 100 percent. 110 percent. and they I, did they did a real clever thing like and here's now that we're on this topic they did a real weird thing in the theatrical version it keeps cutting back and forth between Zod tearing up the world and just like yeah. Superman and Lois like in bed just, just snuggling, kinda... just snuggling yeah. there next to each other. In this version, they show them snuggling one time in one time moment and it's done. Yes. We get the idea. Yes. We know exactly what happened. I'll never yes. be I, I cannot watch a theatrical version of that ever again because it's so corny. It's so it, it's it really so is. stupid. And 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 to the point right now that we're talking about this, there is a zero percent chance that Lois would survive Superman in bed. None. It would never happen. <laughs> the two of you can be as clean about it as you want to be. I don't have to be, but there's no <laughs> way there would, she would not survive. No, I don't care. You can, and you can say he can control it. No, you can't. No, he cannot. No, he can't. Okay. Ask, okay. Ask chat GPT what it says. <laughs> I, I'll do that too. He's gonna, He's ask, gonna do it right now. I'm gonna ask. So you can't while you're, GPT while you're right doing now. that. While you're well, doing that. While you're doing that. Um, you keep on bringing the 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 Eiffel Tower. I'm like, the Eiffel Tower wasn't in it, and I was like, oh, that's theatrical. Right. It's not yeah. in this version, and I appreciate that. Oh yeah, it was not needed. I like that Zod still. I don't like that Zod still alive though. What do you mean? Yeah, he's back in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Because a the, lot the, about that doesn't make time. sense. Yeah. In, in, in both movies. Well, no, in this movie, that doesn't make sense. Because, the like, when he, movies, they're dead. Yeah, but there's, there's they die. the time travel thing doesn't make any sense. There's the, the time <laughs> travel thing here doesn't make any sense because. So, in the movie, he gives up his powers and then they go to a uh -huh. diner and then uh -huh. he, gets, he, he gets knocked out yes. and punched around. Yes. And then he goes yes. and does the whole movie and, you know, the three of them and defeats them. And then he rewinds uh -huh. time so that the earth and everybody forgets, right? Yes. But then he goes back to the diner to get his revenge on the guy that bullied him. Yes. Why? Why? He wouldn't they remember. wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> they, and he I looks at him and he goes, oh, I've been working out. I'm just like, they don't know. They I have no he idea. That never even happened. The, even the owner of the diner, he was just like, I just got this place fixed. It cost me a fortune. So obviously, yeah. they remember... 
I thought he did that before he time traveled. No. Oh, no. Yeah, he did that before he time traveled, but then he time traveled back to before that because he time traveled to, to no, no, before no. Zod was no, knocked no, no, out no, no, of the no, of the Phantom no, 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 Zone. No. He went back in as super as himself uh-huh. before he time traveled. No. I'm pretty sure he did it. No, first. it was after. It was the end of the movie. It was the very last scene. No, the very last scene is always the him waving. Yeah, I know, but it was it was and that was after he timed after he's I'm pretty I'll no. have to watch it again. Yeah, watch it again, but that's it was after he went back in time and that's why I'm like this makes no sense. Oh, I've been uh working out. It's like what? That line was not necessary because you just reverse time and nobody knows who you are. So yeah, that was my big issue with it. Um how you doing? Oh, the other issue I had, and it's in both of the versions of the movie. All right, you got this Ursa character, right? They come down to Earth. He uh, Zod walks on water. Um, yep. Non may or may not have had troubles with his, you know, eyes. laser eyes. Um, <laughs> but but uh, so she stand there, picks up the snake, and the snake bites her. Mm-hmm. Bites her, and it mm-hmm. hurts. Causes her pain. Yes. To the point where she throws it down and then burns it with her eyes. Absolutely. How did the snake bite her? Mm. I have no idea. How? I have no idea. You know, the way they made it seem, and I don't know if it was in both versions, this is where I'm getting lost, um, is that they didn't all have the same powers. Where Non was a strong one, she was the laser-eyed one, and I don't know. Zod had a little bit of everything, and they could all fly. Because I, 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 remember, there was a one line in one of them. It might have been in the theatrical where they're like, "Oh, look, this one's as strong as Superman." Like they specifically said, "Non was as strong as Superman." Yeah, they said this yeah. one. Like it was, it was kind of like a specific, like, "Oh, this is the big one." Yeah. So maybe that's where they were going with, but still, I'm like, I don't buy it. It was I mean, a snake. It was a snake. I mean, that's nothing for for a a, a Kryptonian. A Kryptonian. Yellow <laughs> so I, I just thought that was dumb. Like, why was she like ah, and then like burns it? It doesn't make sense. Did you ask ChatGPT yet? Yeah, In did. the fictional world of Superman, it is generally understood that Superman's hu- uh, yeah. superhuman abilities, including his strength and durability, allow him to control his powers to avoid causing harm to others, especially during intimate moments. It is a common theme in the superhero comics and adaptations that characters with superhuman imbili- abilities, like Superman, are capable of having relationships with ordinary humans without causing them harm. AI agrees with me. I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I still don't buy as, it. As a man. <laughs> exactly. As a man. I don't care how much you can control. As a man with as much pent up aggression and I mean, he's doing some super kegels if that's the, if that's the situation. <laughs> as a man who was probably as frustrated as Clark Kent is, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot that's going to happen. And I'm just saying, I, I do not believe that Lois would be able to handle that <laughs> i don't i'm sorry i don't i don't buy it but it's you not know what? like when that happens that it's going to be super strength like he is come on why wouldn't he be because when he spits he just spits <laughs> it's not like he's like when he spits it blows a house down he's spitting. well no spitting is different than why is it different? Because that's something you control. You, you can, can control, or you, you can, can control spit. that. <laughs> you can control that. You can't. <laughs> you cannot. 
You can't. That's a, that's a valid comparison. <laughs> it really is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying there's no way he's drooling that. <laughs> and especially, and, and on this note, especially, you wouldn't want to lay in the same bed afterwards either. I'm just saying, if you're Superman and all that's going to be happening... It's gonna be all over the. You place. want it? You want to do some laundry, or you just want to go somewhere else? Just burn it. Yeah, there you go. Just burn it. I don't buy it. I know <sighs> it agrees with you. AI agrees with you. That's fine. I, I personally, I think that's baloney. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it at all. Anyways, so some other differences. One, one really <laughs> weird one that I want to mention is after, is after they make love. He's talking to his father about oh, becoming a becoming a real person, and he he wants to be you know human and blah blah blah. <laughs> Lois comes out wearing the super, Superman, the Superman, a Superman his, his shirt. Superman shirt. His shirt. It's his shirt. It's his, it's his shirt. shirt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which makes sense because it's after the fact. I yes. like as opposed to the other version where she's like in a robe or something. Yeah, I like I like that she's wearing yeah. like. Ankle high socks too. <laughs> the ankle high white socks. I. It's it, just. It's, it's funny because it makes you look at the whole thing. It's like, oh, that's super tight on him, and just like a dress on her. Yes, it makes sense. Which though. makes sense. Yeah, it it's makes all the, the sense in the world. Scenario makes sense. It's it just so, seems funny to see it so drapey. You know, just... again, it's so much better than the original. How they're both awkward about it, like. In the original, it's, like, really weird between the two of them. Like, I'm going to go change this to something more comfortable. And it's so, like, okay. <laughs> and neither of them really know what to, like, do with any of this information. Like, it's really weird. Here, it's just like, yep, bada bing, bada boom, we're done. And we're moving yeah. on with the story. But in both versions, it's so fast, like, him becoming mortal and him going back to become Superman again. But that's it's, the whole point. That's it's the so whole point weird. between the two. The whole point between the two is he has to become mortal to be with her. Like, to just really be with her, all included. Sure. In the, in the Donner cut, I don't it, even know why he needed to do no, that. No, There's no reason, no reason, reason for it. And that's what no upsets me so much all. about it. And that's what makes me go, well, it's probably because of this and this and this. Like, he has to, if he wants to be with her, he has to be mortal. Why? You know, for them to... Well, because of what you and I originally no, agreed no, with. No, but, uh, okay, if you put that whole thing aside, and let's just pretend for a second that Chuck is right, and she would survive, and things would be okay, why? Wow, I, I, what, why would right he have here. to become... Why, but still, the question right, is, that's why point. would he have to become mortal? For what reason? Why? So they can grow old together? Maybe he doesn't grow old? I don't know. Does Superman grow old at the, sa at the same rate that we do? No. no. Okay, then. grow old, but not the same rate. Exactly. So he's like he's like Schwarzenegger in uh sure in uh Genesis. We don't talk about that. Oh no, not Genesis, Dark Fate. Yeah, it was dark no, it was both at of the them. end. Whatever. I think it Whatever. was Whatever. Yeah. No, it was it was Genesis where like suddenly they go they come back twenty years later and he's got old like gray hair. Oh, and... oh okay. I thought you were talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah. the C G Schwarzenegger who was like the one oh one at the no, end no. of uh okay. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway. I love um just other things about this movie that I really think is like the parts that they try to make funny in this movie really hit for me, especially like when when Terry Stamp is taking over the White House and he picks up one of the guns and he just starts shooting it and he's, and he's like smiling. laughing, he's like laughing about it. It's it's perfect. It's so no, cool the way that they the, the way that part, he did that. The best part is when the president goes on his knees and he goes, "Oh God," and he goes. Zod. Zod. 
that was in the very, first. very much. That's in the, yeah, that's in, the, that's in both. That's in both. Um, but it very much. Actually, no. Is it not both? Is it only in Donner? No, it's in both. It's in okay. both. Okay. Well, I love that line, and it's very so. It's it's it was echoed later on in the Matrix when the guy goes, "Oh my God!" and he goes, "Smith will suffice." Right. It like that was yeah. one thing they did mess yeah. up on, which I. When he comes to when they come down to Earth and he's like interesting place, mm. this who Houston, 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 Houston. <laughs> In the theatrical <laughs> version, he hears that on the moon. Yeah. Yes. In the Donner cut, he does not hear that on the moon. He doesn't. No. I thought I they. Think, I, thought, I think he's I thought right. The moon scene was pretty much the. No, he takes okay. it because the moon scene all, is the same, but he doesn't. I don't. No, think, the moon scene yeah. is way different in the Donner cut than it is in the. The dialogue okay, like is different, actually, but for the most part, it's the same. Oh, thing. see, I fast forwarded through it. I figured it was no, the same it's scene. No, it's it. way different than the theatrical okay. version. Like when he tries to take off in the in the in the, the shuttle there. The shuttle, the, that yeah. never happened in the theatrical version. Yes, it does. Okay. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. I promise. I promise. Did you watch it both does. or just a donner? Just a donner. Oh, I watched okay. both. Watched it happens. Both both movies. The guy tries to take off. And, and non-stops them yeah. in both in both versions of the movie. But the dialogue, I think you're right. I think the dialogue is different, and I don't think he ever hears Houston. I think I do think you're right about that one. But for the most part, like the guy who's collecting rocks, he throws off into space. The other guy, yeah. she yeah. takes the thing off of his chest. Like that's all both in the same movie. And then when Those, the guy tries to take off. Just- there's just this was there was longer there was more footage in this one in the maybe in the yeah. Donner, maybe the yeah and. Um, I was just gonna say something. Yeah, cause they they yeah, they just added more to it, and there was no what is this place, Houston? And then he gets down to Earth and he says it again. Yeah, and that's where Non tries to use his laser vision and can't. Yeah, yeah, yada, yeah. Yada, yada. Um, I do like the one big thing about this movie, especially the Donner cut that I love. Like the one big change that they made is the Eiffel Tower. The bomb on the elevator that goes off into space and it blows open. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Am I wrong? No, nope, that's that's in the theatrical. That's, that's the theatrical the version. Theatrical. Yeah, the yeah, bomb yeah. on the elevator blows open at the quantum, re- <laughs> not the quantum realm. Oh my god, <laughs> phantom, the, the phantom, phantom zone. The phantom zone. But in in the Donner cut, it's one of the nukes from the first. It's movie. It's the nuke from the first movie. That it ties he throws in. off into space. It's perfect. Like it's that. a great tie-in. I like. Tie in. I like yeah. It's so much better. Than just a bomb on an elevator. It's like this. That's that was always kind of stupid to me. Well, they answer it too because in the Donner cut, which was not in the theatrical, when they open it up, they start with the city on yeah Krypton, and then it zooms and then it like pans over to where they're having their trial. The trial, yeah. It doesn't do that in the theatrical. No, the theatrical cut shows them breaking in, stealing a red crystal, and smashing it. Right, and then it just there. Then you're just and on then trial. they get just there on trial. Right. Yeah, and. Then it says you're going to go to the Phantom Zone where only the blast from a nuclear blast can open it up. Right. They never yes. said that in the theatrical. Right. Well, because <laughs> obviously they were to swap it out for some random a regular bomb. bomb. <laughs> right. Tower. So unless the bomb that was on there was nuclear, which I don't think it was. No. No, no it was hydrogen. Hi- you're right. Hydrogen bomb. Yeah. It was just something that somebody put together in a kitchen and threw in on an elevator. Yes. This is a nuke. Yeah. I don't know. Capital N. I hated that scene too. Capital N, or was it? Was she selling Pulitzer Prize or Nobel? Nobel. Yeah. Yeah. Capital P. 
and she's like stuck to the bottom of it. Nah, so, well, maybe it was Pulitzer. I thought it was Nobel. Well, yeah, but anyway, she was spelling Pulitzer it out Prize. To... I think she was going for a Pulitzer Prize. I think that was the whole her whole yeah. thing, Pulitzer like her whole right, motivation, yeah. which is weird. Yeah, yeah, which is really weird. Well, well no, it's always been her mode. Like even in Superman Returns, she has the the Pulitzer Prize for why the world doesn't need Superman. Mm-hmm. You know what? Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, in Superman Returns. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Superman Five. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's that's always Lois Lane's thing. She's always trying to be the top dog for, you know, best reporter. Even in Lois and Clark. Which you know what's funny is I I watched it back in I watched it like about a year ago or six months ago. I watched all four seasons again, and as corny as some of the stuff is, the storytelling was still really cool. Eh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. You also enjoyed all of Smallville. I enjoyed a, a port. I enjoyed a good portion. There are stuff where I don't like about it, but again, I'm just a, apparently except for the Donner cut. I'm, I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge, huge Superman fan. I just enjoy, you know, like the way you are with Batman. I am with Superman, and I've always enjoyed it. And I don't know. They're act- I can't wait for Gunn's rendition of Superman with mm. Legacy. We'll see what happens. I mean, I I'm, want, I'm, not pre- I'm not poo-pooing on a, one way or another. I'm just saying we'll see what happens. Right. I wonder if he's going to give it like a feel like the Batman movie. Because if they're going to do like the Batman or the Joker and they're going to do Superman in that same kind of feel, mm-hmm. I'm interested in how that would look for a Superman movie. Because he's usually a brighter version Batman's always a dark Joker. That's what dark. I was kind of thinking, but I I think if they're going to do if they're going to do like the same aesthetic with Superman that they did with um Batman or even Joker, like it it can't be Superman. It would have to be Injustice. It would have to be that. that. They haven't brought that on screen yet. They have to do that. I want them I want an Injustice movie so. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys did you guys see like James James Gunn's comments online about how he hated Keaton's Batman? Really? No. He said it was like the worst rendition of Batman ever. He's like, like you can't even move. The oh. acting was horrible and this and that. He's, he goes off on like not just how he can't move, but it was like everything. Like he did not say anything nice about it. I'm like, ah, uh, there were people who did not like those films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were people who were skeptical about it at first, but I'm surprised that there were people who really didn't like it. He he said the movie was a sleeper, like the first, like he was just saying it was it was a horrible movie. None of it was entertaining. It's like wow. wow. I mean, maybe there's more to it. Maybe that might be out of context. But yeah. he kind of like he laid it on pretty thick how much he didn't like it. And I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, least, that's disappointing. At least, he, at least he has the mm-hmm. the stones to publicly share his opinion about it. I'm, well, when did he say it? I yeah. guess that's the other question too. Was how long ago did he say it? Did he say it before he realized he was going to be helming some DC stuff or or what? Uh, maybe. You could still do DC stuff and not like the original stuff. That's true. It's just like, you know, if you want to, if you want to grab, if you want, I was, I was just about to jump up and fix that. If you want to get the fans on your side, you don't want to poo-poo all over the stuff that they love. I appreciate it, eh, actually. I like that, too. I appreciate it only because he's going to do, he's not going to just curtail to everybody. He's going to do his own... I I don't know. Which he should do. Right. 
Which I, he one hundred percent should do. He should be able to voice his opinion without having to get. I mean, I'm sure there are going to be like a certain portion of fans who are going to give him a lot of backlash for that. But you know, in the end, who cares? Who cares what his opinion is? I in still the like end, those movies. It doesn't it even matter. matter. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could try so hard and get so far. Very good. Very nice. Very nice. There's yeah. one of the big. There's one of the change about this movie, and this is the last point um, that I'm really gonna bring up. I love that in the Donner cut, Clark actually stands up for himself at the beginning of this movie. Like in the in the theatrical version, Lois is crapping all over him for a whole bunch of different oh, yeah. things. He's not Superman, mm-hmm. and once you once a girl sees Superman, and blah 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 blah, like she's all about Superman. Right. And here, Clark is getting a little uppity with it. Like I'm sorry, I yeah. can't be him. I can't do this. Like it actually let. Christopher Reeve be an actor instead of just like yeah. Clark, like he oh, actually oh, let him oh, shine oh, a little bit. Yeah. It was perfect. Right. It was great, and especially well, I like, like that you you realize that if you sh- if that was if you shot me, if I wasn't Superman, Clark would be dead. Yes, yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. it, it, it was it was like, fantastic. It really was great. That, that's a question that people a lot of people ask that a lot of movies don't answer. Right. What do you mean? Right. The whole blank. Mm. Her using her shooting blanks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They would. Yeah. That was of, really well put together. And a lot yeah. of things, they would test to see that it's Superman, and then when he's not, he would be like, "Oh, yeah, I've been hiding the secret for so long." In this movie, he's like, "You realize that if I wasn't Superman, I would be dead." Yeah. Clark would be dead. That never gets said anywhere else except for in this film. It's a good no matter, point. And, it's a really interesting point, yeah. It's a good point because it's like, okay, if you were wrong, you took a really big risk with someone's <laughs> life. There was something else um, in the theatrical that I don't remember in the Donner Cut. I mean, I'm, I, we might be missing things. I mean, this was a lot of, it was four hours or over four hours of, of movie uh, for me to watch in the past week or so. Um, and... The scene in the theatrical version where Lois is looking at the green crystal and then she like sticks it under her purse and then we see it later on like they you know made a big deal to see like here it is hiding and then later on that's the one that he finds. Was that in the Donner cut? No. Yeah. So that was something that was really interesting to see how they did that. Like the crystal just kind of showed up in the Donner cut. Well, but in, in the, the in the Donner cut, they, yeah, they, it just kind of shows up. But I like I like what they do in the Donner cut a lot better than the theatrical. Like. It makes more sense for the green crystal to be like the source of his energy, or even like the source of like Jarrell himself, right? Mm-hmm. It makes so much more sense than it's just there and he's looking at it, cut away, and now he's flying around the world again. I like. Oh the no, I'm not saying I'm not saying him finding it and cutting away. I'm just saying like that's where the crystal was. The reason why the crystal wasn't destroyed is because Lois had it last and left it somewhere else. Okay, so so I I liked that. The one question I do have that was not answered is mm. Lex is like at the very end for old times' sake. Can you do me one last favor, sure. And then you see, and then you see. That's what Superman it is. Yes, fly, you see, you see Superman flying Lois out to mm-hmm. the to the outskirts of the Phantom the Phantom Zone. Yeah, the Fortress of Solitude, and then he yeah. blows it up basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where's Lex? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. Dead. Australia. <laughs> no, because he comes back and. Superman four. Yeah. Yep. He's in prison. He's back to prison. Yeah, but the the, the point is he left there. him inside the Fortress of Solitude, flew ten feet away, and then blew it up. <laughs> and like yeah, he, well, where was Lex? 
Well, that was another power that we didn't hear about. He can teleport people just by looking at them. I would not be surprised. Yeah. I really don't like your sarcasm about Superman. <laughs> it hurts my feelings. <laughs> I would sorry. not be surprised at all if he had yeah. another power hidden somewhere and he just teleported him back to prison. Yep. Why? I mean, it doesn't matter because he it doesn't matter because he could have killed him. But yeah. he's back to life anyways because he yeah. turned back time. There was one other thing that I noticed. I don't know if it was in both again. Um, when, when he and Otis are trying to escape and they're like, you know, up against the wall and they're like, stay still. And then Otis starts doing bunny ears. Oh my God. And then, and then Lex goes, oh! like he gets afraid of, of bunny ears in his shadow again. Like when I saw that, was that just in the Donner or is it in the theatrical? That's I don't in the know. Theatrical too. Yeah. <clears throat> It's just, it makes me go, I don't see how this is supposed to be Lex Luthor. <laughs> how does this guy go toe-to-toe with Superman? Well, I love it when he's in the hot air balloon. He's like, <laughs> North Miss Hessmacher. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. North. Yeah. I, I love that she's not a not a dummy. Like, she's yeah. very smart, but yet yes. she's very dumb at the same time. Yeah. Stereotypical blonde for like, the I, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not like the, the, the one in Superman 3, who's like a genius, but pretending to be dumb. Oh, that one? Time. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, yeah, so, she's great. She was fantastic. She was fantastic. There's one thing about now. I I I don't know if this next part is uh, was a special effect that was added in oh four oh six when the Donna Cut came out, or if they did this back in the eighties. But at the end, where the three are flying into Metropolis and they're going to the Daily Planet, right? There's a woman who's looking in a mirror. And the mirror bends. And then the camera pans around to her and you see her face. Like she's, she's looking in a mirror doing her makeup. And like there's this weird bend thing that happens with the mirror that she's looking in. It's really, yeah. cre- it's really wild looking. And I was like, was this back in the 80s? Like, I did they film this that. back in the 80s? Or was this like more recent, like a modern thing that they just added in? When the three of them were flying back to Metropolis. For the first time. So the, 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 the three villains are flying to Metropolis. They're looking for Lois because they want the, the, the son of Jarrell, blah, blah, blah. When yeah. they're coming into Metropolis and they're heading towards the Daily Planet, there's a rumble. And then there's a woman who's looking in a mirror. The mirror, the reflection, the mirror bends. Like the whole mirror bends like, and her face distorts and warps. But then the camera mm. goes back and it's like her face. So it's like, okay, obviously she was looking in a mirror. And I just thought it was an interesting yeah. effect. And I was just wondering, like, I wonder if this was a thing that was done back in the 80s, because it doesn't look like it, or if this was just, like, an effect they added in for this. Hmm. No, I, I missed, I must have missed that completely. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Okay. So, just to touch upon a comparison thing here, um, you remember when we were talking about, um, we were talking about Batman, and we were, um, we had, we had my buddy Ricky here, and I brought up some stuff that I, I read about and it was about the guy who was convincing uh, his, he was convincing like the Dean of his school or whatever to start up a, uh, um, a class or something on focusing comic on comic books. And he's just like, Oh, well, I mean, this is a great story. He's like, God, oh, it's dumb. He's like, Oh, what's the story of, of um, Superman? He goes, blah, 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 this and that, whatever explains it. And he goes, okay, now what's the story of Moses? And it's basically identical. You know, like given up because this is happening, whatever, and he gets taken in by, uh, you know, by another family, a foster family that raises him. And he comes back and he saves the people and blah, blah, blah. It's like the same exact story. This second movie is very much like the prodigal son 
where Superman's basically like he wants to throw away his inheritance. He he leaves because he wants to do what he wants to do, following his own selfish desires. And his his dad's like, don't do it, don't do it. And he goes ahead, gets rid of his powers, and then he comes back and he's like, I'm sorry, I threw it all away. Please, please, please let me back in. And his father uses his very last bit of energy to give him back his power yeah. and give him back his inheritance. That's very much the prodigal son. So I thought yeah. it was really cool to see just these two movies, these two stories here kind of follow along a, a biblical, you know, history. And I was like, oh, all right. That's... I, I didn't notice it until this, ne- this last time watching it through. Especially with, you know, the Donner Cup, because it was the father and not the mother. Right. They add a scene in this, too, is when Zod and the three of them get trapped in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. And they're flying through the space. You see Superman's ship fly by. Yeah. 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 You don't see that in the theatrical version. No, nope. you don't. That I thought was really cool. Yeah. Like you saw that, like the timing was about the same. Um, then you see the, the, the planet blow up. And then when the ship lands this time and you see the not two year old boy this time. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was much older this time. Much right? older. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm very, I'm like, I don't remember this like this. I thought he was younger. The ship looks different too. Absolutely. Unless you don't see the ship in the first movie. I don't remember. I, I think you do. I think in the first movie, it looks more like an alien ship, and this look, looks like a rock. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just looks a like rock. a boulder that hit the ground. Right. I mean, it, the way it was built, it was like a big star. Yeah. 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 It was always yeah. kind of like that. And it just kind of molded together when it like hit the atmosphere. So it would make sense that it would do that. I no, guess. I know we talked about this a few times, but I mean, while we're on the Spider-Man thing, or Spider-Man, Superman thing, did either of you guys watch *Brightburn* yet? I've never even heard right. of it. Uh, we've we did talk about it a few times. *Brightburn* is basically a a uh, like a sci-fi slash like horror version of Superman. It's basically what if Superman came down to Earth, was adopted, and you know, was not the Boy Scout. And it's a, it's a very, this is something you probably enjoy it, Will. Um, nothing I'd really want to talk about. I don't want to, I don't, I just don't want to watch it again. Cause it was, it was definitely like more on the horror side. Um, but it's, <sighs> it's a very interesting take on like, what if Superman didn't fight for the people, but he stayed selfish and fought for all the wrong reasons. And it's like, oh, wow. Interesting. But it's, it's him as like a kid, like a preteen. Okay. Yeah, very, very, very interesting movie. But, I mean, clearly it's the what if Superman did this. It's like there's no way around it. That's what they were doing. Like right down to, you know, living on a farm and having the spaceship like underneath the barn type thing. So. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> very interesting. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know about this one. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to watch this one. Yeah. I mean, it... the cast was like nobody. Badger's in it. Nobody. A whole lot of nobodies. A whole lot of nobody. You got Roy from The Office, um, Elizabeth Banks, um, and Badger. Nobodies. And her name? These are a okay. bunch of nobodies. This does not look interesting folks. to me at all, to be honest. Okay. I'm all set. I'm all set. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I have anything else to say about um about the. Di- it's just a weird movie. The, yeah. Especially, especially when you look at it and you go, what, what the theatrical was and how much of a mess it was, and then you look at this movie and it could have been amazing if they actually finished it and they touched up a lot of the scenes and it wasn't like Chuck was saying earlier, like test footage and things. I think this movie would have been spectacular. Um, oh yeah, I do think the it. best. I do think the best part of this movie is 
the um the like the theme of like he failed. I think that could have been mm. more on the table though. They could oh, I think yeah. I think it should have been spent a lot more time on the fact that he decided to become a human, go off at Lois, everything happens, and then he has to like go back and find himself again. Like that to me should have been like the theme of the movie. A lot like Spider Man. I would have I would have li- liked to see because here's I mean, basically what happens is he gives up his power. He goes to a diner, gets beat up by a random trucker dude. Yep. And then he sees the news, and that's when he goes back and gets his powers. It's literally like for us, it's like what seventy seconds. It's that like, it all happens. It's like an under I, under five minutes of him without his powers in in both movies. Right. In the theatrical and the donor see, cut, it was. I would have loved to see him meet Zod, and Zod's like, really. This is yeah. the dude. And he, and he just goes, you're not worth my time, and just moves on. And that's when Superman <laughs> like, sees what's going on. Yeah, if the bar sees scene all the destruction. happened but with Zod. Well, no, I'd like to see the bar scene as well. Or, no, I'm saying, I, I mean, no, yeah. what I'm saying is that, is the bar scene happening, like, he meets up with Zod as the human. Zod kind of owns him a little bit, doesn't mm. kill him. And then he becomes Superman, and then... Yeah. It should have been magic. Zod. I agree, it should have been Zod. Because the bar scene doesn't make sense in this movie because he rewinds time at the end so it's just like right why? and it would have made sense that way <laughs> it doesn't make any but that, sense but that's, that's the thing like there should have been something like that yeah um and it, it would have it would have been able to draw it out longer like why is this such a big deal he's not just watching music and like oh it's only me like there should have been a lot more on the table a lot more at stake that he saw and was a part of not just like in la la land the whole time with lois lane totally oblivious yeah um but i will say that on in both versions all the way through and as corny as Terrence Stamp's acting with him go and saying a bunch of stuff that made no sense. Um, like you couldn't even understand the words he was saying when he was like yelling and just being weird. Um, my still my favorite part um, is when, <laughs> when he's basically like, if you help me get them over into this chamber, it takes powers away. <laughs> And then and Lex immediately jumps on it and goes, hey, don't go in there. It'll take your powers away. Yeah. Superman totally has that plan. I'm like, you know what? For back then, that's really good writing, and it worked out really well. Yes. I like that he, he, he wasn't just the Boy Scout. Like, he lied. And, I, and, I, and even right after, he says, you know, like, people know where they stand. You know, a guy always knows where they stand with you. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's, that's – and then sure enough, like, Superman tricked him into tricking them, and it was perfect. And then you get the whole thing where he gets down and he goes along with it and kneels and he grabs Zod's hand and just totally shatters every bone. Yeah. And as corny as Zod's for getting a broken hand was, it was still just it was sweet revenge. And it I, was I toned. This. It was the, the 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 sound effects were toned down in the Donner cut. Like oh, Lester yeah, played absolutely. everything up. Like do like especially non and the grunts. And the way oh, that yeah, they were yeah, like yeah. pitched upwards to make them sound more, uh-huh. like it was, it's, it's just, it's so weird, especially when you right. watch it in contrast with this. Right. My, my, I, I love the Donner cut of this movie. This, the, that's probably going to be my go-to from now on. I don't think I'll ever watch mm. the theatrical again. So I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. You know, Perry, right. Perry brushes, Perry White brushes his teeth with a cigar. <laughs> Probably. Did you notice that? I saw he's literally smoking a cigar while he's brushing his teeth. I love when Lois is holding him inside because Zod attacks them. Yeah. And he's knocked out and she's holding him and he jumps up and he just drops on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's it's ridiculous. Yes. But one thing I, I will mean, say this is Jimmy yeah. Olsen doesn't play a big scene, a big role until until Superman three in any of the films. Oh yeah, that's that's when the frozen ice and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. He played yeah. a bigger part in Back to the Future. That that was a thing that happened. The actor did, yes. Well yeah. Not Jimmy Not Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> okay. In everything else, Superman, Jimmy Olsen, except for Man of Steel. Who was he in Man of Steel? There was no Jimmy Olsen in Man of Steel. I thought there was. No. Okay. In Supergirl? He was in Supergirl. The Uh the TV show. The new TV show. Very different. Never mind. (laughs) The new TV show that that CW put on. Wasn't he like a love interest or something? I, I, he was a love interest of Supergirl. Yeah. But he's jacked. Yeah. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> he's bald. <laughs> and then he becomes a superhero because he has like an Iron Man suit. Oh, great. That's what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Olsen. Okay. Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen is a like... superhero now. <laughs> and he's called the Guardian or something like that. Oh, geez. The Guardian? And I'm like, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. I'm like... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Really? Like, really? I yep. guess Jimmy so. Jimmy Olsen is supposed to be a nerd. He's supposed to be a big nerd. Not some, like, GQ <laughs> jacked. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's... What they're doing to these characters today is just, it's not. Like, they gotta stop. Yeah, it's but ridiculous. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, in Lois and Clark, he was a huge part of that show. He was a main character the, the all four seasons. Um, But, yeah. Okay. If you, guys are, if you guys are good, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. We're done. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks all for tuning in. Have a great time. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Hey everybody, Lee from Black and White Reviews here. Just wanted to take a moment to thank you for tuning in, checking out our conversation. If you like this discussion and you want to hear more about this specific subject or other things, check us out on our podcasting sites, whether it's uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts. We're up on pretty much all of them. Uh, So yeah, thanks again for popping by, and uh, yeah, be sure to like and subscribe. Thanks.